0: Man, Dan, I'm here with Claytis. The other guys will be pulling up shortly. Unfortunately, E-Money Bags is busy, so he won't be joining us this week. But how you living, Clay?
1: Man, you know, living life, champagne lifestyle, man. Thank God it's an international break. No Chelsea L, I'm good.
0: Yeah, yeah, no Chelsea L, but a big L for a country that you have a lot of affection for. Germany you know they struggled against Japan once again lost 4-1 it cost Hansi Flick his job I read I'm not sure if it's exact because you know I should have saved it but I read that I believe in Germany's last 16 matches they've only won four games uh, since they won the 2014 World Cup they haven't gotten out of the group stage and Next year, Germany hosts the Euros, so because of that, they don't have to go through the qualification process, and how do you feel like that process has been like since Hansi Flick? Let's go back a bit, because Hansi Flick is not the beginning of Germany's issues. We've talked about it briefly before, but personally, what do you think went wrong with Hansi Flick's tenure? at Germany
1: I think um looking back at it when you look at the squad originally there's a lot of missing pieces um you could say the quality within certain position wasn't good enough and also just the lack of hunger across the board wasn't there if you were to look at the maybe let's say the the 2010 team that went to the world cup or even the 14 team or the 08 team you know Like those teams have always had that hunger within them. They've had quality players throughout the team, Um, you know, real captains, not just one person that's the leader, but in this current team, you don't see a lot of leaders on the pitch. Um, That's another factor that I think Germany has missed out on. But one thing you touched upon was qualification. You know, we always know Germany to be a team that kind of switches on during qualification when it comes to a major tournament And I think for them not having that this time around, maybe took away from their normal preparation of, all right, let's get the robots back in the factory. Let's tweak everything and get ready for, you know, for a competition. But this time around, they're more so just trying to make sure they don't embarrass themselves at home. And and that honestly is killing their, you know, their German mentality of just being dominant, but again, like we talked about in the chat a couple of days ago, is like when you look at the players and the formation is like, you could say Hanzi could be playing a four, three, three, but then if you look at it as like, can you play four, three, three with all these offensive wingers and, you know, want to be creative players, you really can't. There's going to be a lot of holes that's left. Um, players like Goretzka have been injured. They've been missing from the team. So it's a lot of missing pieces. There's a lot that's going on. Um, but it'll be interesting to see who they're going to appoint moving forward, honestly.
0: Welcome, Marcus. Salute. How you feeling, man?
2: Yes, yeah, sir. I feel good to be back. You know how that go, man. Um, to touch on what y'all were saying, man, I don't know what's next with Germany because um, – Honestly, you're not getting Jurgen. Don't call us. But um on the serious tip, I think if is it time? I think the question is, is it time for a non German to be able to take over the German team? Because that what do you feel about that,
1: Clay? It's not gonna happen.
2: I mean, then that mean the interim coach, I heard the Frankfurt coach, and then they said they'll call Julian. But all those dudes are going to switch the system, I feel like. And only Julian is going to have, like, a rapport with some of the players that's there. And some of them have beef with how he wanted to play them. So I don't know how that's going to work. I think with the national team
0: situation, people will be more willing to adapt to what they have to work with. Because like Clayton said, Germany has had issues with developing certain positions for the last decade. I was talking to one of my homies earlier. Shout out to you, Douglas. Uh, We were talking about how the world overall struggles to develop number nines. And he's older than me. So he was talking about, man, Germany, you go back to Klinsman, Rudy Voller, uh, Rummenigge, to Klose uh Gomez all these guys and now Germany doesn't have a number 9 they've to call a nigga from Full Craig or Wolfsburg to do the job so that's one issue and another thing Clayton and I talked about in uh, the soccer group chat a couple days ago was about fullbacks Germany used to be good at developing fullbacks who were very defensive not always bombing forward overlapping but I think in this structure germany's best system might be a back three because that will enhance the limited you know one-on-one plays defensively that certain guys have to deal with you know rudiger is good for pace and he plays at his best in a back three jonathan Ty plays for lever cruising he plays well in a back three that's what shabby Alonso is doing so i think that's what they should do but uh Cladis, let me ask you this, man. Would you call Nigelsman?
1: The Nigelsman situation is a bit interesting because Byron are willing to let him go to the national team so they can write off, you know, his debt and they don't have to keep paying him. But, and also they want to maybe do a a national team and and Byron game. I don't know how that's going to work. It's going to be interesting. But I don't know, man. I think I think Nigelsman should still be on the verge to join um a club team. If he does go and join the um the national team, it's probably gonna be something that's gonna be just for the Euros and then and moving off from that, he's gonna probably join a club team. And then the door's gonna be open for Klopp, you know?
0: Hey, Klopp do be like a uh, Alex Ferguson, man. My man was coaching the scotland national team and aberdeen at the same time hey hey you got private planes club serve your country man you don't have to leave liverpool get on your football manager swag marcus you know the lifestyle man
2: (laughs) he already be have to take breaks from the club bro i mean it is his dream to, to coach them but i think they're a year too early like i think Next year, if Sala, I think like if Sala leave, I think Klopp would will be willing because he don't like he doesn't like the Saudi the Saudi play. So if that doesn't change, I could see them being enticed, but they should already have a coach because they said the interim coach is only gonna do Euros, from what I'm understanding. So by that time they should figure it out. Hey uh Claytis, let me ask you this before we move
0: on to uh Bayern and Leverkusen. That is a massive match this weekend, along with the Milan Derby outside of the Premier League. Would you call Ralph Ragnick? I mean, you know he is. They say the father of the ginger pressing in modern no, Germany.
1: Oh, no, sir! No, sir! No, no sir. custodians, bro! No, oh, sir. come this on, is man! Not, this is not United, okay? Yeah, it should no, be no. better. No, 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 you no. You have to no, worry about recruiting. Don't bring that energy over here. Oh, we don't need that. No, thank you. Thank you, Sean. Hey,
0: man. So who is the best candidate for you if you had to pick one? Because the OG Rudy Voller is on the interim status.
1: I mean, I think it's going to really matter who you bring on on the back team more than who's the head coach. Oh, my bad.
0: Uh, Voller said he don't want the job.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because I mean, if he like gets God, the job, I'm not really worried about him being the coaches. More so, who's the back staff? Um, I would like somebody like closer to come in. Um, I saw that Sandro Wagner was on the bench on the training team. I was like, yeah, you see, we this is why we need somebody like closer teaches boys how to score goals. Because when he was working with Lewandowski, bro, I think that's one of the reasons why Levy also uh, developed and went to another level too. So. Having someone like him will be nice, but I don't know who, who could really take the job on at the moment.
0: All right, all right. It's
1: going to probably have to come from the from the Leipzig uh, Academy, honestly. Because you know they produce a lot. Yeah, of Ralph
2: Ragnick, man. Just get the dad. That's hey, what I'm it's, saying. It's wild. I just Googled it and Ralph and Zabi and Louis Van Hel are like, they send uh, outside candidates
0: outside of uh, Julian. Yeah, I mean, I think Louis Van Hall would be perfect, but, hey, just, yeah, keep that nationalism in your country. Hey, I, I understand. Now, uh, Cletus, let's talk about a team that Louis Van Hall used to coach. You can say he's responsible for starting the launch pad of their decade of dominance, Byron Munchen. They yeah. played Bayer cruising this weekend massive match you have the two best teams in germany of course this season is very early but hey they've been playing very well i would say I, i'm wondering if you guys agree do you guys think lever cruising has been more impressive to watch than Bayern this season
2: so far of course the way shot, uh your boy has has looked decent on that team bro it's impressive
1: <laughs> birdie from uh from nigeria Well, what's his name um boniface or yeah, yeah.
0: Boniface. Boniface. Yeah, yeah. boniface
1: he got jiggy the other day i was like oh yeah oh yeah it's gonna be an issue
0: yep yep so they are the only teams with perfect records in the bundesliga also have scored the most goals Leverkusen has or actually Leverkusen has scored the most goals tied with Stuttgart with 11. Leipzig has 10 and Bayern has 9. The match will be played on a Friday in Bavaria, 2.30 Eastern time. How do you see the match, Claytis?
1: It's going to be a hot game. I think um, it's going to be a lot of challenges for us defensively. And because we've had international break, you know, some of our players legs are gonna be tired, but I think, you know, Rudy managed that pretty well. But from what I've seen from Bayer, they they attack a lot. Like they're able to hit you from both wings. Um, Bony face, um, what's the uh I'm trying to remember his name? Like this uh what is it, Nathan Tellers, like one of the uh one of the midfielders, black dude with the braids, like they just know how to keep coming at you. And then they have Shaka who just knows how to really like dictate their game and pretty much just controls the midfield. So it's going to be an interesting game. I think we're going to have a lot of challenge um, on our hand. But again, we have England's, you know, captain and England's goal scorer, Harry Kane on the squad, backed up by Musiala, who's been rested who's been, you know, refreshed. So it's going to be an open game, but I'm seeing it go a 4-1, maybe 3-2, Bayern.
0: Okay, okay. Now, the last time they played, Marcus, Bayern lost, what was it? 2-3-0. Clayton and I was at the Bayern Bar in D.C. Oh, no, that wasn't that match. That was, the, that was their classic. Or oh, we no, no, there.
1: no. We, we beat
0: those boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the last time Lever Cruising played Byron, they lost 2-0, both penalties are 3-0, all penalties. Marcus, that got Julian Nagelsmann, slid because he tried to go on vacation with his baby boo. Uh, how do you see it th- panning out this time around?
2: Man, no ski trips involved, but um, I'm gonna be honest, like how Clay, how you said, uh, I think it might have been Teller that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, bonus Feast. I I don't know how your boy gonna be able to handle that. Like, he physical. I don't know how you're gonna handle that. Like, it's a lot of questions I got for Bayern. And then also in the um in the free kick or the set plays, Ty is getting goals. So it's it's kind of confusing. Like, it's gonna be a hot match. I could go two two draw, honestly. Because you gotta think about it. This is the top teams. In the Bundesliga. So I think both of them are gonna be on their game. But like how you said, international break, and it's it depends on how many of these players did play for their country. So um we'll see. I'm, but like I you said, I'm going to too, man. It
0: should be an interesting tactical battle as well, because Shabby Alonso has been setting up Lever Cruising in a 3-4-2-1. Uh Jeremy Frimpong as a right wing back is <laughs> Electric, him and Palacios combining on the right flank does numbers, especially with Hoffman, that little triumvirate they have. And then like Cletus mentioned, even on the left side, you got Shaka now learning how to combine with Wurtz and you have Grimaldo on the overlap. So it should be interesting. I think I'll go with, I think you, I think I'm going to go with the, i am i am I feel you, Marcus. I think I might go 2 2 draw just to play it safe, but I kind of want to say lever cruising upset special because I'm still trying to figure out which center back pairing is the best for Bayern. How do you see it, Clay? Between, you know, you got Upper Meccano, you got Kim Min of course, you got Delik. How, how do you, how would you start? Which center back pairing would you go with?
1: Honestly, I'm starting with Upa. And I, it's, it's hard, bro. And I could see why the lit has to sit because Kim. My boy could pass. That boy could find a pass, bro. Yeah, he can. And his recovery <laughs> is crazy. It's like he's not running, but it's like you look at it like he's already caught up.
2: I was about to
1: say that him, Saliba and
2: Van Dyke, they do that shit when they not really running. They just be random. jogging on the pitch it and is. be able to cover the ground real good. And it's I think that's, in position. I think that's that's the lit problem right now though. So, like it he's still adjusting to like playing with Upper or however you pronounce homie name. And, and like it looks sloppy at times and they get caught out. But yeah, I, I kind of agree with you on that. My bad for cutting you off.
1: Oh no, no, you good. And I another thing I, I feel like, you know, hurts uh the lick is that when him and Upo McConnell kind of play together, they're more so considered like the physical, no nonsense center back. So, like, they like to be very physical, very strong on the ball, and very dominant in the back. And that suits the lit. But the way Tucho, you know, is, and he wants to be like a pep, he'll prefer somebody who could just play the ball, who could find the pass, and who could recover. And I think that's just the disadvantage that the lit has. And there's nothing bad. Like, he's still a top center back. I think, like, on his best day, he might be top five best center back. But, you know, we're going to see how the season goes. I'm pretty sure there's going to be injuries in the team, and he's going to be playing again. But I think DeLick, um, not Dilik, but Kim and Upa Makano has to be the starting lineup going forward. For sure, for sure. What's
0: going on, Anthony? How you living? Good, good.
3: What's going on, Dan, Claytis, Marcus? What's going on, fellas?
0: What's man? Not Not much. You know, uh, we just maximizing our time with Claytus. You know, he's one of the hardest working men on planet Earth. So (laughs) we appreciate your time. Now, before you go, I got to ask you this. Um, You know, Neymar, your big brother, became Brazil's all-time leading goal scorer, according to FIFA, but the Brazil <laughs> Federation said, nah, slow down, Trey. How do you feel about that, first of all, and Neymar accomplishing the feat of being the leading goal scorer of Brazil in official matches, if you want to take it that way?
1: Yeah, I mean, man, congrats to my boy, man. He's come far. You've seen his progress. You've seen what the country has meant to him. You know, you've seen how hard he's tried to give it his best, to give them what they all have been wanting for years. And, you know, I can't really be mad at it. Like, you know, every kid's dream when you start playing football is to be like Pele, you know, or be the best in the world. And to say you got a chance to beat Pele's scoring record, is that's a trophy in itself, especially for somebody to be Brazilian as well. You know, I'm happy for him. Even if they say now, oh, he's 10 goals short, Neymar could play and score maybe 15, 20 goals and still pass the record again. Like, it's it's not like the end of Neymar on a national stage. He could still play, still compete. Like, even his goal, you know, he first he missed a penalty, but throughout the rest of the game, like, he's still pulling the strings, you know, making the passes, and boom, here, like, he comes, what is it, like, he makes a run in the box. It was a cutback, and boom, like, you, he slims it joint the net. It was like, yeah, yeah, I'm named Like, you know, I'm Neymar. And it was one of that goals, like, you know what time it is. I passed the record now. Like, I respect him, you know? Cheers.
0: For sure, and I, I salute him for what he said. I think he's come to peace with, you know, his career. He said, hey, man. If I'm going to go down like Zico, you already know, other than Neymar, Zico is the greatest Brazilian player, I believe, to never win the World Cup. And people, some people do hold it against him. I'm sure in previous generations, our age group isn't as aware of him. But I think, hey, he's still an all-time great. It's just you're from the greatest footballing country of all time, so the standards were higher. right. Yeah, so, I mean and it's crazy it just makes you appreciate lebron james more because lebron had to deal with these expectations michael jordan pele is that <laughs> if not even more in soccer you could argue and lebron has been able to hold it down in his own way we'll talk about a brother paul pogba he had a lot of standards weren't wasn't able to hold up to it but sometimes it's just timing and I think that's what Neymar and Paul Pogba are the biggest victims of their poor timing it just wasn't right for them because in another dimension (laughs) Paul Pogba plays for Real Madrid but them old ass niggas Cruz Modric they never went anywhere (laughs) or hey in another dimension, Neymar doesn't have to go to a team where Messi is there. He could have just been the man on his own team when he came to Europe, year, but, hey, it didn't work out that way. But, uh, Anthony, how do you feel about Neymar becoming Brazil's all-time leading goal scorer in official FIFA matches?
3: I think it's good. You know, uh, I feel like we've talked about Neymar before on this pod, uh, being stricken with various injuries and stuff so it's good to see his career at least have some uh i guess merit in a sense like dang he did something for his country uh and that's that's
0: good that's all i got for sure now neymar uh he scored or yeah sorry pele he scored 95 goals in 114 matches uh a lot of those matches was the Brazilian government forcing him to play superpower nations or clubs, excuse me, like Inter Milan, AC Milan, Real Madrid? So I understand why they would add those goals to it. How do you feel about that, Marcus? Do you feel like there should be an
2: issue with the goals record? Uh, it seems like with the Brazilian players. It's always an issue with these games and these goals. We got one dude said, how many he said he scored like a 1,000 goals? Oh, yeah,
0: that's Romario. <laughs>
2: hey, bruh, Um, I'm just confused with their logic sometimes over there, but um, respect the Neymar. I mean, let him go ahead and get on his vacation swag. I'm going to be honest. The Saudi people going in the Saudi League, I think we're going to talk about it later if we bring up the joint with Hendo. Um, like these people going to the Saudi League, I don't know if you should continue to play on the European stage. Maybe you should, like, when you go to the Saudi League, you should retire from international play. Hey,
3: like, man, that's sick, that's tight. <laughs> hey,
2: man. <laughs> Let's but
3: I, I agree with you, Marcus. I think that's why they are cooking the books for for Pele and his numbers. It's like, hey man, you, we're not about to have our national hero be playing over there. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, nah, we we need this uh, Pele merchandise to still sell. So,
0: yeah, and it's interesting with the numbers. It's like because Pele is a one of one. I don't. We'll never see anything like him again in terms of how powerful he was as a player and how the country used him as a tool to market Brazilian dominance. That's what sports is at the end of the day in the grand scheme of things, especially when it comes to international sports. It's all propaganda for your country. That is why 1936 Olympics will always be significant because Germany hosted it, (laughs) Nazi Germany at that, and you have Jesse Owens winning the 100, historically in front of Hitler, next thing you know, they bombing on us, okay? The next year, Anthony. So, I mean, that's the propaganda we have. And with Pele, like I said, this nation at that time, if you look at Brazil's government and the communist government they had, the dictators they had, they used Pele, they used the Brazilian national team. And yeah, FIFA might not accept that, but those were real matches. It's like the same thing when people talk about friendlies in the past. Friendlies in the past meant more because those nations they didn't play each other all the time. So a lot of them would treat it like official matches. There's even chance in Real Madrid's history where they talk about playing Santos and beating them. And Santos has chance about beating Real Madrid and stuff. Even there's a time the Ghana national team played Real Madrid. Like, in the 60s so hey I understand soccer history is very complex and FIFA tries to organize it but there's some corrupt boys too so it's tricky but uh getting to y'all practice about you know getting (laughs) Saudi players out of here from national team duties your big brother Marcus Jordan Henderson was making noise about how good the Saudi league is and a lot of people were confused why Southgate called him up. How did you feel about his comments about uh promoting Saudi Arabia, you know, and his place in England?
2: Hey, um, I wasn't here last week, so I don't know if y'all touched on that interview. But nah, I've been uh, waiting for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and get that up out the way real quick. Uh, first off, I don't know what. Jordan Henderson got going on in his mind right now. Um, In the interview, he spoke on saying that he didn't know that it was his time to go. If Klopp would have told him to stay, all these ridiculous comments. Like, brother, your legs were gone. It was time for you to go. We're happy that you're gone. Um, The Saudi league is not on the same level. And you're going to get Southgate fired with this, with him calling you up. Like him calling you up and him playing Harry Maguire, to me is like some of the most confusing stuff going on. You playing twins twin Saudi brothers that got real jobs, that they're playing this for part-time, man. Come on, man. Like, come on, man. I can't respect that, man. This guy he, like I said before, I I'm standing on that, man. You go to Saudi, retire from international play. It's over with for you you ain't even in the top 5 league. What is Saudi going to be? Top 90? Hey man. <laughs> I mean,
0: Anthony, how do you feel about someone like uh Southgate making comments about your little brother Phil Foden about, you know, how he won't he's not sure about playing him in midfield? depending on the certain level of the match. Like, hey, you can play there against Andorra, but when we play against Netherlands, nah. How, how do you feel about that when, you know, your boy Phillips always gets caught up and he don't even play for City? And
3: I got to bite my tongue because all I want to say is you kind of, you, you know where I want to go, Dan, but the rebuttal will be he, <laughs> did, he didn't score. I'm like, hey, man, he played midfield in the Champions League final. Mr. Spinner Rooney, man. But if he would have scored that fi- that goal, then it would have been like he can play in big matches. But I-, I just have to sit back, relax, let Southgate get fired for his own words, man. And that's it. I'm <laughs> going to just wait. He- his-, his boy, <laughs> like McGuire, is-, is-, is doing the job for me. Thanks. You know, like, yeah, good. The people you count on is never going to bring it home. Mm. Don't worry. Southgate going to get removed. Pep gonna be installed at that position at that manager position. And then we're gonna see some swaps. Calvin Phillips is gonna be still doing his thing on the bench while Phil Foden gets the call up to start. And amen.
2: Uh, Trent better right retire. There. Trent better retire. Pep get over there, bro. He ain't gonna use that boy. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Hey, man, I don't know if
0: Pep is going to take the England job. He might have to go take the Spain job. Or never mind, I forgot he's Catalan, so he can look straight on Spain. But uh, let's talk about some more international stuff. And hey, let's stay in Spain. Lamine Yamal, if that's correct, I'm not sure. Apologize if I butchered it. The young 16-year-old international for Spain made his debut this weekend and scored and now he is the youngest goal scorer in barcelona in spain's history you see that they, when they lost uzman dembele they were pissed but they've been playing the young man a lot and he's producing it looks like la Masia has another wonder kid and i'm trying to tell you guys i'm conflicted because I, I like to see young people do well i like to see People with ambition and drive reach their goals, especially at a pre- precocious age like 16, but he's a Barcelona player. So I have to, I have to say, uh, you know, look, uh, fuck you boy. So- <laughs> what Michael Jordan, what's that Michael Jordan mean? <laughs> fuck them kids, man. Pedri, Gavi, Lamar, them little preschoolers, Baldy, punks. Anthony, what are your thoughts, man? You feel me it's on this, man, or am I tripping it, yeah. on that? Or am I tripping nah, on a high schooler? you Nah,
3: I'm with you. I was trying to find this uh, meme I saw. It was on uh, Out of Context Football, I believe, on formerly known as Twitter X, called X Now. And it it showed Drew Bellingham, um, like, three matches
1: played in La Liga.
3: I was like, "Hey, hey man, like, it's, it's, it's hilarious." So I'm, <laughs> I'm with you, Dan. I'm with you because I don't, I don't. Um, people should know I don't rate Gavi. That's cool. He's he's all right. He's just a he's a player. He's a baller, but uh, I don't I don't see nothing else. Uh, Pedri, I like his game more, but I feel like their awards were payola considering Jude Bellingham was playing, and I was more of a Musiala fan at the time. Um, I think when Gavi was up for his uh one. And then uh so but Yamal, I think he could he I he, think he's actually a beast. I don't I don't see no plant vibes in him, you know. I don't think nobody's a land to give him the the goal as the youngest goal scorer for Spain and Barcelona. I think he actually may be one of them ones and uh hopefully he balls out so Barcelona earns some money that they can pay City that 55 million now. <laughs>
0: yeah 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 they still old boys money and you know i saw some people were upset with him because he's not playing for morocco i'm like hey man hey you gotta look straight i know morocco made the semifinal, but the boy was born and raised in spain and hey more power to him i hope he does have a great and long career all jokes aside but he is a barcelona player so he's a not but uh marcus how do you feel about seeing this young man's rise right in front of our
2: eyes. Um, I I still don't think he. I mean, I think he's still not the finished product. I mean, he getting quite a bit of minutes for Barca, and watching that uh the the game against what is it, Kropros? Um, he was. I mean, he was he was showing he had swag then. So I he just continued to mature. So I mean. Yeah, I mean, he's like you said, he on the op team, so I can only like him so much from afar. That's the same way with Endrick. I like Endrick more because he had Palmeiras right now than <laughs> when he go to Madrid. I'm gonna hate that boy. True, true. <laughs> no twerking, no twerking when we get back in the Champions League and see y'all, bro. I don't need that. Yeah, it's funny. Shout out to
0: Goal.com. They had an article about Endrick's years. Very good. Um, talks about the struggles he's had. As you know, another 16-year-old trying to make it, being the face of the future of Brazil is a lot of pressure and stress. He even talked about um people trying to say he's the next Pele. He said, hey, man, don't call me the next Pele, man. He's the king of football. There's not going to be another one like him. And you can see sometimes he's folding to the pressure because he hasn't scored in 12 straight games in two stints this season, this past year. And it's tough, man, all the pressure people put on, you know, kids because of sports. But, uh, Anthony, is there a way that we could protect these young homies from the media pressure? Or is it it is what it is if you're in this lifestyle, if you're in this career? Amen,
3: <clears throat> Nah, No, it, it is what it is. I think once once you're a bowler, you're a part of the product and you got to get shipped in front of the media to sell the product so sorry <laughs> I <don't>,
0: ooh, nah. <laughs> yeah yeah they're gonna have young lamin body popping with taylor swift soon to try to win votes because you know that controversy is going off because alejandro Baldi doesn't rate taylor swift so the swifties are now voting for jude bellingham which is you know another that does that is industry plant movements anthony a Taylor Swift, Jude Bellingham link up?
3: Yeah, man. See, it's like tweaking the algorithm. They're knowing what to do, <laughs> how, to, how to maneuver and, and push the, the voters into believing Jude Bellingham's the man. And now Barcelona, they got their guy. We're back at it.
0: Yeah, and uh, also Brighton is using it. Also, they're saying, hey, Taylor Swift fans, did you know that Matoma really likes Taylor? He's also being nominated for Premier League Player of the Month and Goal of the Month. Vote for him. So yeah, niggas are using Taylor Swift's fan base for, for sporting reasons. It's sick out here, man. <laughs> but uh, Marcus, let me ask you, man. Greg Berhalter back in charge of the U.S. Were you feeling his second debut as the leader of America?
2: I'm hey, you got booed for a reason, and it was not a lot of seats being sold for a reason. Nobody really want this dude, bruh, but I guess we kind of found out Striker, his little homie Pepe, I uh,
0: don't know what- Finally
2: his time? Yeah, he every time he come, he scores. so I don't know what's going on. I don't know what club he got him sold to this year. It's working. <laughs> Is he still in the MLS right? Isn't he still at Dallas or he's gone now? No, nah, I think he was. He went to uh, hold on. Let's, let's oh look yeah, on. he's at PSV now. Oh yeah, but I ain't gonna lie. circle back to that comment when you were talking about the young dudes, and that's what's funny. You brought up PSV. The homie Zabi is a is a is like a prime example of like when that pressure on when you see yeah, the Simon's yeah you niggas fold and it took for him to have to get low. Like, niggas thinking it was over for him before he rebuilt himself and got his stuff together. Like, some people fall on the person, some people shine. So, it, it kind of come with the game. I think it kind of make them better at the end of the day because when you, nobody worry about you, you you don't know what level you at. By the
0: way, Xavi Simons is 20 years old, but she's not lying. People were trying to write him off and get him out of here. He's only 20, man. <laughs> so, yeah, it's sick in soccer and sports coverage, but Like Anthony said, I agree. That's a part of the game. It is what it is. They're going to use you to sell the product if they can figure out, hey, especially, y'all know, young people ain't really into sports as much as they used to. They might look at a a little TikTok here, there, some clips on Instagram, but they ain't watching whole games, so... Bruh, I I totally agree about that, bruh. They're going to use kids to try to get kids to watch. Hey, look, there's a 16 year old balling. But go ahead, Marcus. My bad.
2: Oh, I just want to say I totally agree with that, bro. You no, know, these young boys, I'll be watching the YouTube videos and they, they sit there and act like they know all the stats, but um, they never seen the people really play. And that's why I never respect anybody hating on Trey Young because you only watch highlights, you don't watch Hawks games.
0: <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about that in a couple of days because. Uh, even Anthony shot. I got to shout out Anthony. When we were watching uh, the men's world cup, the FIBA world cup at, uh, sometimes I'd be at Anthony's crib when the game was on and I'd be like, yo, you can we check it out? He'd be like, sure. And when he saw the U S roster, he was asking for Trey young. So yeah, even Anthony peaked the conspiracy. Hey man,
3: I may have to make my, <laughs> make my guest appearance on uh ring culture. Shout out to Osei in the in the game. Maybe time as uh, as a veteran, I have a question for the lack of representation the United States sent to
0: wherever that was.
3: Yeah, wherever wherever they was playing. Yeah, you they're know?
0: playing the Philippines, yeah. man. Yeah, wherever they were playing,
3: they showed, they showed the Normandy. Uh, they showed the Normandy. Um, a uh, cemetery, I was like, oh, they really thinking this war out here, they must be out over in Paris or somewhere, but nah, they, were, they got slid, man, by Germany. Crazy, wow! Yeah, no, right? They
0: showed them that World War II stuff is still yeah. lost. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, yeah, but hey, Anthony, you you mentioned uh, you, you know, you know who made that call though, hey, Captain America LeBron. They said he, did yeah. Yeah, they said he called Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Anthony... Niggas Niggas in Paris. Yeah, LeGM, he's sick. LeBron, don't you know that that's Grant Hill's job? Hey, man. Devin Booker said he's happy to be a role player.
3: Dan, say the real thing. Bring it back full circle. We talk about media and shuffling kids and stuff. It wasn't LeBron... It was Nike. You told me you had the inside scoop. Oh, that suit. is
0: true. That is uh, you yeah. Said, you said
3: right. Nike pressed the button. Yeah, <laughs> they did. A corporation. Yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah. Nike
0: was a part of that too. U.S. soccer. That propaganda. They had. They had Pele. They had him picking up Pele. Hey man, for Gatorade commercials. Hey man, rest in peace, Pele. I hey, you, you knew how to get it, check. That's all I'm gonna say.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> now a brother that is messing up his bag. Paul Pogba got caught up on that testosterone, guys. they saying it might have been from a supplement from America. Hey, man, are y'all, are y'all feeling that? These French. Right? French I, I am
3: feeling it. He could have just ate a, a cheeseburger from American McDonald's. Well, you know what I'm saying? They could have <laughs> had something, just something extra. And for real talk, they, they say our food is. Trash, You're not lying. Right? You're not lying, man. I could have just had some.
0: <laughs> I've eaten McDonald's and. England and Germany, in Canada and in America. Hey man, that American shout! I don't know what that is. That's all I'm gonna say, man.
3: Yeah, man. See, and he also, uh, being in America, you know, we got this new thing popping over here. Bumby's burgers. Somebody could have been like, hey man, try this burgers
1: from hey, Bumblebee. Yeah, hey, they, <laughs> hey, they, <get>, they, <laughs>
0: they got they got the steroids and the trail burgers. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: oh,
0: Marcus, have you had a Trill Burger yet? No,
2: nah, I ain't had that, man.
0: But I don't a... think, think it's only in Houston now, but I mean, I feel like they would, if
2: I'm a businessman like Bumbita, I gotta go to Atlanta. Man, I don't know if I want one of them burgers. He be having a whole box with just burgers. I don't know how long them shit's been sitting in there. But they man, move. you think they soggy? You think they soggy in that joint, Marcus? Bruh, if them motherfucking sweat, I can't fuck with it. The Burger
1: Sweat.
2: <laughs> hey it. The, the touch hey. on Paul. The touch on Paul, though. Pause. Pause. Just kidding. Just kidding. We love everybody. The touch on Pogba, uh situation. I feel as if, yeah, he lost, he lost it after Jose. I've been echoing this the whole uh, week in our chats. I think after the Jose kind of like bitched him in a sense and just put him on the bench after he had his hot little season uh he lost he lost focus on the club level. He was cool on the on the national level, but whenever he was back at the club, he was geek. Then his brother, the brother robbery, the the whatever, the the holding him ransom all that type of shit. That I think his mind just got geek. He ain't never lost, I mean game back focus. But yeah, I, I'm confused what you eating in America is gonna give you tea. Because I thought the food over here give you low tea. Uh, yeah,
0: that's a good point. That's a good point. I don't know what he was on, man. I it was definitely haram. But uh hey, God bless you, pop But I, I still got love for you. It's unfortunate how your career has panned out. Like I said earlier with the Neymar stuff. I think they're just victims of their circumstances but they're still legendary players in their era maybe they didn't reach all-time great status to some people's eyes but hey like uh y'all said earlier Neymar don't matter if it's official or not to be the record goal scorer in official matches for Brazil is a major accomplishment Pogba you still won a world cup with your country won best world a young player at a world cup made a euro final played in the Champions League final with Juventus so they've both accomplished so much maybe they didn't become number 1 in their country but hey they still did their thing and I uh, I hope Pogba can uh he's a brother that does need to go to Saudi Arabia and I wouldn't be mad go cook over there man please what do y'all think about that or should he just stay in Italy and get hurt
3: nah he should he should take uh Marcus's ultimatum and and Forfeit his uh, France international play and go and go to Saudi Saudi Arabia.
0: Yeah, I don't think they're gonna call him anymore, anyways. Yeah, so
3: I think it's time to you know get a little check, play, have fun. There's no no need to come to America. Go. To, I mean, that's the other thing. Come over here, eat whatever he ate to get him banned over there and and play with Messi in, in Miami. That'd be tight. Or Wayne Rooney can pick him up. Wouldn't that be nice?
0: Pogba at DC United. By the way, you hey, salute. So now that
2: you said that, now hold on, hold on, damn. Now that he said that, I, I, I got a plan for Pogba. Come on to the MLS. And Griezmann is coming next season. Y'all go to somewhere together. Y'all can keep twerking together. You keep dying your hair. Do your thing. Less games. More breaks, you mm-hmm. could be in the club in, with with James Harden, and little baby, bro. Come mm-hmm. to America, mm-hmm. and if we don't mm-hmm. want you, go to Turkey like Zaha.
0: Hey man, Paul. Hey man, you come to America? I don't know, man. I guess yeah, you could come here too, but go go to Saudi Arabia and reconnect with your roots, man. Maybe that will give you a spiritual awakening that will unlock you in another way, man. That's why I think I think he needs, for his own sanity, his own mind, all the stuff he's been going through the past few years, the injuries, his brother trying to blackmail him, I think he needs to reconnect with a lot. But, hey, if you want to come to America, cool. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to salute Wayne Rooney because uh, last week, he finally completed his UEFA Pro License which is the highest uh, qualification you need to be a head coach in Europe. So salute to Wayne Rooney. My man picked it up wearing a Yankees hat. That boy is a true American. But uh, Marcus, I think it's time for that uh, MLS minute, man. You got to educate the masses on what's going on because, yeah, it's an international break, but it's still active. <laughs>
2: Brief international break this week, man. Um, First off, shout out to Pookie. He got a goal. He up there in Minnesota. I think he in Minnesota. I, I got to check again. But he got a goal, man. Did his thing. Um, Our main course, you know who it is. It's go time. Messi. Oh, hold on, hold on. Before we get into that, shout out to Cincinnati. They're the first to clinch a spot, playoff spot. Um, we in a hot month. You know what I mean? Miami trying to get back in the playoff race, Atlanta trying to stay in the playoff race, and other teams also trying to put their name in the hat. But yeah, back to the GOAT talk. Uh Miami went against the former champs from last year, LAFC. And uh it was kind of a, a messy affair. He didn't really he didn't give us no goals, but he controlled the game, man. Uh first goal came kind of early in the first half, Frank Francis he went uh he made it one zip for miami a little chip in at the last second got it got it up in there then two zip from miami because they just was bombing for jordy alba putting in crosses everybody doing their thing and uh that third goal came in the second half messy to the homie campanada uh it was a messy break he shook one guy gave uh went through his legs Kept it moving for an old guy. He looked faster than half of the dudes out here in the MLS. It's looking crazy, but yeah, he did a little cut back to Campanada. easy goal, um, and then um, we I thought the game was pretty much over with, but uh, LAFC showed a champion's heart, and then they got a ricochet goal off a free kick, and then they got another uh goal off uh in the free kick as well, and that ended up three two, but Miami got that spot. They still trying to challenge. Our second game was ATL versus um ooh, Dallas. And uh that aim uh the Greek got a goal early. Uh we got a Vargo taken away, and it ended up being 2-2. The last game I viewed, I didn't really view this game. Um, I seen a DC got a zero-zero draw. Benteke was out here complaining. Um, like I said, my MLS goal of the week is pookie you know what i mean and um, sorry that we so brief but next week i'm live in the bins watching Messi versus atl united and we're gonna give an in-depth cover of that game man so next time we're gonna check ch- check us out man we out
0: that's history right there that's gonna be dope salute hope you record a lot man and enjoy that man that'll be tight Shout out to Osei. You already referenced him earlier, Anthony. He went to a Lionel Messi friendly like 10 years ago in D.C. He ain't even really know who the brother was, man. He ain't even know he witnessed history. That's what Osei does, man. He just be he just be walking around and seeing history. and He don't even be knowing it sometimes.
3: <laughs> That's funny. That's
0: yeah. weird. Yeah, man. But uh, let's get it. We at the end of the show. Let's get into that champagne move of the week. Now, for me, since, in, since it's an international break, I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. My champagne move of the week will go to Coco Golf's match-winning point at the U.S. Open. You know, she's 19, so she's not allowed to pop champagne in America. So you got some sparkling, some sparkling champagne coming for you. That apple, you know, free alcohol, free. But a salute to Coco Golf, 19 years old, winning her first. Major. It's amazing, man. Uh, what's your champagne move of the week, Marcus?
2: It was on that third goal with Messi when he got jiggy, mixing the the last defender, making the MLS look real goofy. Um, yeah, we're going with Messi. E light work.
0: For sure, and Coco, if you want to pull up, you was I. You, I don't know if you are still in New York. You just go up to Canada. I think the drinking age is eighteen over there. If you know, you know. But Anthony, what's your champagne move of the week?
3: Uh, I don't actually have a specific move. It would, would be a goal as well, but it was a uh, Guatemala's game time goal. It was a free kick in like the seventy-first minute. They played a match uh on sunday i believe sunday night um i forgot who it was against but it was a nice goal it was a free kick outside the box got the brother's name tv was on mute when i was watching it she was tight though
0: nice nice my champagne uh goal of the week i should say will be mohammed kudu's free kick against the central african republic Shout out to the West Ham fan that pulled up to Kumasi to watch him play. Got to see his boy score a goal, and he got a shirt afterwards. So uh, we needed that goal to set us up to win the match for us to qualify for the African Cup of Nations. So salute the Kudus, the number one player in Ghana right now,
2: Marcus. What's your champagne goal of the week? Um. I I was I I wanna give another asterisk and a bonus to my um move of the week. And um since you went other sports, I'm gonna say that second pick from Jesse Bates on uh Bryce Young to help get the Falcons their first opening victory since 2017. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The loop Fled to my the <laughs> birds. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my champagne goal of the week is gonna be uh where? We went against you I don't know hey, how to man. say that. Hey man, yeah he. Oh, uh, what was it? McKinney was doing the spinner Rooney like Anthony, uh, but with no pace. It was like a slow ass spinner Rooney, and then it ricocheted off him, and then Webb was coming up, like creeping up and just hit that bitch top corner.
0: Hey man, that sounds like a Looney Tunes go with some designer at the end. That's tight. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna look at that highlight. You sold it. You sold it for me. Nice.
3: And I got some confirmation on that Guatemala match. They played Panama and it was a 1 1 draw.
0: Word, word. And, uh, the guy's
3: name was Oscar Santis.
0: Salute, Oscar. Yep. What's your champagne goal of the week? Oh, I'm geek. I'm geek. You just said it. I'm geek. That's how you know my brain is all over the place. Now, in the club All Stars, hey, Colorado, you back with me? 2-0 after Molly in Nebraska. Ghana, you can come. Well, actually, all of the Ghanaian team, not all of y'all, a few of y'all, half of y'all can come with me. The boys that are under Payola, like Baba Rahman, niggas getting paid playing. Hey man, you can't come. Kudus, you can come. Jordan Ayu, you got 95 caps now for Ghana. You can come. Uh, Alexander Juku, you could come. But uh, yeah, you you boys certain nah. We have VIP exclusive rights. So, Marcus, who are you yeah. in the club with?
2: Hey man, I use I would bring in the whole squad, but Ronnie, Ronald Acuna, Matt Olson, come come on, bro, because on on the soccer tip, y'all on international break, y'all on vacay, bro. Let me get my braids in here, man. Forty Forty Club. You know what I mean? You you, you know how the thing go, man. Well, not, I mean, excuse me, 30-30 for Ronald. And that boy uh, Olsen got 40-plus home runs. So, yeah, we doing our thing, man.
0: Nice, nice. Now, Acuna, better get that NL MVP. Don't play no games, media. I'm watching. you under surveillance.
2: We got our eye on you, man.
0: Hell, yeah. Now, Anthony, who are you in the club with?
3: man i'm in the club hospital i think my man pep is coming back this week if not i'm serving orange juice at the club <laughs> if he is out i'm at the door waiting for uh with the with the car about to chauffeur him to the field on match day so either way
0: salute and uh Oh man, I just I just got an update on my phone. Hey man, I know what that is. You trying to slow down my phone, Apple? We know the games. Ah, the presentation was today for the fifteen, right? Hey, <laughs> and a new iOS update just dropped. So, all right. hey man, before we out of here, y'all copying the fifteen? We all Apple guys here. I might have to because of work. Yeah, I think I have to. My I'm yeah, still trapping yeah. off the ten. Okay. I was top I'm, I'm yeah. still trapping off the the 10 at the 10 Max so yeah I got wow it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm old man yeah, I mean I'm yeah,
3: yeah I'm with you Dan I ain't at the 10 I'm at the 11 so okay. it may be time for me to to upgrade now
0: Yeah, I'm still trapping yeah. off the 10 and the 6s I got a 6s in the cut low somewhere okay in case I, in case for emergency reasons but hey man it's been a fun episode champagne soccer Shout out to Ephraim. Shout out to Claytis. He had to get low earlier, but hey, we'll be back next week. Soccer comes back. uh, league play, that is. And maybe even Pep will be back. So that'll be fun to see him back on the sidelines. But until next week, what we got to do, Marcus?
2: Hey, until next time, keep them pinkies up, man. And we out.